It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're fixing to have us a good day. Welcome on in to the Locked On Auburn podcast, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas, Painter Sharpless of ESPN 106.7 joining us as well. Michael, how are you? I am good, Zach. How are you today? I am doing well. Painter Sharpless, how are you, sir? Fantastic. Sweet. Good to hear. Happy Friday, everyone. Uh, We're going to talk a little basketball crouton. We got a listener call to hit on. And uh, yeah, we can jump all over the place with some football and basketball stuff as well. Um, But first things first, let's start with the big news. We talked a little bit about the Auburn-Memphis matchup yesterday, so we won't spend a whole lot of time there. But Dylan Cardwell, the 6'10", three-star from Powder Springs, Georgia, played at uh, McCarran High School, number 150 player in the country, has committed to the Auburn Tigers. 247 has him a three-star. I saw Auburn rivals have them as a four-star, so we can roll with that. If we want. Do we want to roll with him maybe in a four-star or a three-star? Uh, I actually saw him in the Michael Pappas book of scouting as a five-star. So How about we that? Can, we can also run with that if you want. All right. Panner, what are your thoughts on it? Is it in the 24-7 sports composite as a three-star? Is that what it, I'm going to go off that one. As, as the good, average. As good as the Michael Pappas personal record book <sighs> is. Uh, and that doesn't mean you guys can't. No, we could all have our own rules here. I would say so. It seems like Michael very high on the five-star prospect. I mean, just looking at <laughs> height and weight. is a good 6'10", six, six, not bad. 6'10", 220. Yeah, he's going to be the second heaviest guy on, or third heaviest guy on the team his first day on campus. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to be a good asset. Absolutely. So, I mean, this guy was teammates with Sharif Cooper. You got to think that's going to be valuable to some extent. Um, so... I really, really like this guy. And, you know, it's so funny. I mean, it seems like he's been waiting for Auburn to offer him for forever. And it was 
kind of seemed like the backup plan if Auburn missed on Jalen Green and Greg Brown and some of these other guys, and they did. And so they offered him, and then as soon as they offer Cardwell, he puts an announcement up on Twitter saying, hey, I'm announcing later this week. And it's like, oh, all right. That timing seems a little uh, little significant there. And of course, yeah, he announced yesterday uh, via his social media channels that he will be playing basketball at Auburn. I'm curious to know, since he didn't play his senior year, since he transferred, and I believe it's per Georgia rules, you have to sit out. Like, how that would have impacted his perception. Does he have go on to have a good year with his teammates? And right. He's more widely regarded as a four-star. Do we care? You know, I mean, does it matter all that much? We've seen Bruce Pearl take some high, high four-stars and turn them into NBA draft picks. And so... Uh, it'll be curious to see what happens with Shreve Cooper, a five-star. Mustafa, his his career didn't go quite the way we thought it might at Auburn. So I, I'm curious to know what he would have done with that senior season. That's a good point. You know, he hadn't played basketball in a minute. So that is that is a very good point. Could he have been a four-star if that were the case? It's so interesting. And I didn't realize this fully until you know Bruce Pearl came to Auburn and folks listening to Auburn Radio, Sports Radio, Sports Podcast, they wanted more basketball coverage. But... I didn't realize how different amateur basketball is compared to amateur football as far as the, the, at the high school level and the you know the the AAU circuit and all that. I mean, it is just crazy how different the two of them are with with, with situations like this. But yeah, him him changing high schools this senior year and not being able to play that is dumb. Like that is so dumb. <laughs> like they are in high school. Let them stink and play wherever they need to go to school. At. I, That's I guess crazy. I understand the idea of trying to stop people from stockpiling talent like you know there have been schools in Alabama that have been accused of this very thing uh too much success by the way good for those programs sure yeah shout out to Hoover I guess is that what we're doing there's that one okay. there's Prattville there's uh Central all state champions in their own right that's true uh, and you know what hey, we're all playing the game here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm excited about Dylan Cardwell. So let's look at the 2020 class. You've got uh, Sharif Cooper, uh, five-star point guard. You got Chris Moore, the three-star power forward at 6'7", 20. We'll talk more about him in a moment. And then Justin Powell, the three-star shooting guard, who is 6'5", 180. All of those have signed their letter of intent. They are on Auburn's basketball team in 2020. Then Auburn has two hard commits, JT Thor, the four-star power forward, 6'8", 190, and then Dylan Cardwell, three-star center that is 6'10", 220. I like this group a lot. I think you're going to see a lot of this team, I mean, or a lot of this group throughout this team over their next four years. I I think there's some NBA talent here, and I think there's a good mix of that and a good mix of guys that will be really solid four-year college basketball players. Yeah, Zach, I totally agree. Um, Look, Auburn's going to have a really, really young team going into this upcoming basketball season, and these guys are going to get minutes. They're going to need some of these guys to step up and play. Uh, I'm specifically looking, you know, positions of need for Auburn. You're looking at at power forward or center with Dylan Cardwell and JT Thor. Um, Chris Moore listed as a power forward. Uh, he's the same size as Jalen Williams, almost exactly. Um, so those guys, I guess you would say they're power forwards at six seven, uh, just over two hundred something pounds. Like uh, in the NBA, that would be a smaller small forward. In yeah. college basketball, I guess that's a power forward. Um, I guess that depends more on athleticism. 
Um, but really, I, I'm looking at JT Thor, Dylan Cardwell, and Justin Powell, uh, the shooting guard. We know Bruce likes shooters. Um, if you can knock down threes and play some defense, you'll get minutes in Bruce Pearl's basketball team. And it does not help that Auburn doesn't have an established shooting guard coming back. And Justin Powell's six foot five. Yeah, and you and I were talking about this off air, and I'm really excited to see what Cambridge does at the two next year. Like, I think he's Auburn's guy, and I, I know you're not saying you're coming out saying like Justin Powell's going to start by any means, but I am curious to see what that rotation looks like. Painter, do you have any thoughts on that? It's such a young team. When you look at the roster, that's the thing that jumps out. And obviously, I'm far from the first person to point out that you're losing essentially all of your production from the previous really you could say two seasons Uh but certainly last year when you look at how that roster was constructed with a bunch of experienced guys and then a bunch of young guys well now it's just a bunch of young guys and that to me will be one of the more interesting developments this season because I think Auburn in terms of raw talent still has one of the best rosters in the league however there's probably five or six teams with nearly comparable talent that have much more experience coming back. Yeah, yeah, it's, and I love the competition that's going to breed between all of these guys at pretty much every position. I think, mm-hmm. I mean, how many starting locks do you have? You've got Cooper at the one at point guard. That's it. Flanagan at the three, possibly? Well, so Flanagan and Cambridge, are, we were also talking about this. They, they're both listed as guards. Last season, they both played kind of every position from two to four. So... You would assume that those two guys are going to start, but that doesn't necessarily mean that really any other forward or guard is not also starting. Yeah, I think you're likely you know to see. I think you're likely to see Cambridge play the two and the three, and I think that you will see like Flanagan and Cambridge. Basically, you know how Malzahn, Nathan King is the one that came up with this comparison, by okay. the way. But like basketball <clears throat> roster is much different, depth charts different than football for obvious reasons. Yeah. But, Malzahn and some coaches do the or thing because it's like it doesn't really matter who the first player on the court is. They're both going to play about 20 minutes. So like I see Cambridge at the two and the three. I see Flanagan at the three. And it's like whoever the starter is, whatever you're looking at, you know, some games this year, Macklemore, the matchup was better for him sure. than Wiley and vice versa. And so their minutes would fluctuate. But roughly they both about split time. Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk more about potential starters in a moment, but do you guys know what I love? What do you love, Zach? I love feeling full. I love um, I love eating healthy. I love the way my body feels when I do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you know what makes that easier than anything? Built Bar. Built Bar. Absolutely. The best tasting bar. I mean, it, it's hard to explain. You really just have to experience it. I mean, they've got real chocolate, amazing flavors. And, I mean, the way that they set up their website, I mean, you can build your own box. Uh, so, I mean, they have a, an overwhelming amount of flavors. And so, I mean, you could do 10 different ones. If you are all in on, you know, the salted caramel, which that's kind of, that's my personal favorite at this point, maybe do half that and try five other flavors. I mean, you can do whatever you nuts, want. Nuts, non-nuts. You can, you can be lean. <laughs> you can maintain. I mean, what are you looking for here, Zach? Are you just looking for a casual snack? Are you looking for a pre-workout uh, you know, supplement, if you will. And yeah. supplement sounds weird because it's just a delicious candy bar. Absolutely. But it is uh, a delicious candy bar that's good for you. Yes. I don't think there's any question there. So, uh, Michael, you've had some as well. What are uh, what you like some of the new flavors that they've come out with? Yeah. So, Thanks I like Michael. 
I like the mint brownie flavor. Um, I'm a big like mint chocolate chip ice yeah, cream how, guy. How is I like mint that. brownie even a protein? Like it's just a delicious yeah, candy bar exa- that and is then, protein. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Today is what the eighth. Today's the eighth, right? It is the eighth. It yes, is Friday uh, the eighth. On Sunday, they're coming out with two new flavors at Built Bar: chocolate cookie dough. Oh God! Which also does not sound like it should be good. Yeah, and, how is that healthy? I don't know. Magic. Um, mango and peach cobbler. Mango. Yeah, so that's awesome. That's awesome. So yeah, you can you can check all that out. Builtbar.com. Use promo code locked on and get ten dollars off your first box. That is builtbar.com. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA. And now through June 30, get zero percent APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, so, Michael, you kind of uh, you kind of ran through a potential starting five before we started going. Yeah, so Tell I, us what you got. Uh, if we're going for, I guess, like the most experienced starting five. Um, Do you have Turbo starting? No. Okay. Shreve Cooper. Sure. Because he's. The best player on the team. Yeah. And then. That's a simple way to put it. Yeah. Straight to the point. I like that. Uh, Alan Flanagan, Devin Cambridge, Jalen Williams, and Babatunde Akimbola. Um, I I don't have Jamal Johnson in there, even though he's technically the oldest guy on the team, because I think that. Like all these sophomores are still more experienced than he is, um, as far as like minutes go. The four is the trickiest one to me, and like Stretch may start at the five. Uh, I think he actually is probably the most likely to start at the five. But once again, it's like a minutes thing. You know, does he still get twenty minutes? And you see other guys kind of rotate in there. But the four is interesting to me. Like, do we think it's Jalen Williams? Do yeah. we think like I mean? I've talked to some folks that think that JT Thor has a legitimate chance at it. I do think he has a chance at it, and I don't think you can rule out Chris Moore, but JT Thor absolutely could be considered a potential starter at this Thor, point. Thor at the four? Yes. I would say, though, based on what we saw in spurts and flashes last year, if today, Friday, May 8th, I were going to say, hey, what's it look like in November Jalen Williams is going to be the guy getting his name called out and trotting out there. Okay. Now, that may turn into a similar situation with what I mentioned between Cambridge and Flanagan, where it eventually becomes like, does it matter You know, if one guy's playing 23 minutes and the other guy's playing 19? It's like, all right, well, whatever. So I can get behind the idea. I can convince myself that Thor could be a starter. But with what we saw from Williams at times last year, I, I think it's pretty safe to assume he'll be the first guy out there. I mean, he's definitely the most explosive that we saw, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the, the I mean, just a small sample size we got. And I mean, just, and also seeing how some of the players, Cambridge, Cambridge had some nasty, yeah, that's true. Like they, <laughs> that's they both, it was like they would rotate. Like they'd be like, you know what? Today I'm going to do something filthy. Yeah, but, I mean, but then you'd see like Williams come in and play for two minutes, and he would like, oh, it was hit or slam miss. It, you yeah. know what I mean? Like it, it could be hit or like. Remember, Cambridge came in one, uh-huh. like he had a game in like what twenty something points, yeah, and then like we didn't hear from him for a couple of games. It's like <laughs> right. where is where is? And it's like, well, he's young and he and got his opportunity and got hot. Yeah, they. Uh, so the whole season they were saying that the reason Jalen Williams wasn't getting more time was because his defense needed work. 
Um, and, and so hopefully, you know, with the whole offseason to work on it and everything, um, that is improved. But then there's the other option where you start Cambridge at the four, a place where we have seen him, you know, at times last season. He's got the size to play there in college. And then you can bump Alan Flanagan down to the three and put in Jamal Johnson or, you know, even Turbo Jones if you feel confident with him at the two uh, or Justin Powell, uh, the freshman. So uh, I feel like we really know three of the starters are going to be Cooper, Flanagan, and Cambridge. And outside of that, we have no idea. There's going to be probably Stretch Akimbola, JT Thor, or Dylan Cardwell starting at the five mm-hmm. and then you that still leaves you either a power forward or a shooting guard or just another you know justin moore if they're confident in him just another swing guy or wing guy wing not swing wing player so i i, don't, I mean a lot of big decisions it's going to be really fun really interesting this is going to be a super super athletic auburn team they're they are going to get up and down yeah I think much more like the Final Four team did than like the team did last year. Their athleticism will be a fun part of watching this team. I think it will also be frustrating because you're, they're going to be going up against five or six teams with a considerable amount more experience and a comparable amount of talent. So I think Auburn is going to have to be patient with this team. And you know what? It's probably not going to be the best regular season Bruce Pearl has at Auburn. But I think the good news is, and we've seen this team do this now two years in a row, you could see a young team rounding into form at the right time of the year. So maybe it's it's just an, a, an average or above average slightly season relative to what Auburn fans have gotten accustomed to in, in the last couple of seasons. But I, I do think there's some potential for this team to get hot at the right time. Bruce Pearl's uh, last two squads have done that. And I think when you look at this class that seems to be wrapped up, this 2020 class, and then the class that we're all freshmen a year ago, I mean, you're going to... Isaac Okoro's gone. Sharif Cooper's not going to be at Auburn long term, but I think most of these guys will be. Uh, Painter may have been you that I was talking to. Like JT Thord, maybe not a one and done guy, but maybe after a second year, similar he, to what Chuma he, did. Yeah, he like screams Chuma, and at least mm-hmm. the trajectory of his career of like year one, you see some flashes and you go, man, that could be really exciting. And then by year two, it's like, okay, yeah, this is it. We're not getting another season of JT Thor or of Chuma Okiki. Yeah, but I mean, a, a lot of these guys, I think, are just going to be really good college basketball players. And that's not a bad thing. I don't think all these guys are going to be NBA guys. But like when this class that we're talking about right here, this 2020 class, like their sophomore season, and when, you know, Devin Cambridge and Alan Flanagan are juniors, and then they're all like, you know, juniors and seniors together, like this is going to be a really good basketball team. And then if Auburn can get a one and done guy to kind of pair it with these guys, like that's the recipe that wins you a championship. 2021 is shaping up to be an incredible year for Auburn football and basketball. When you look at, not to get too sidetracked as we're having a predominantly basketball conversation. You but, can do whatever you There's no rules here. But as you're saying, these freshmen that we're excited about will now have a year under their belt by the 2021 season. And for what it's worth, football like Bo Nix, Owen Popo, your leaders, I think, of the defense by their junior Gramps, seasons. If you will. In 2021, like, that that's that should be a very fun calendar year for Auburn football and basketball. We're calling Owen Papo Gramps. <laughs> How did that happen? What's our reasoning? Uh, did the nod, did the Swiss Army nod give you guys some intel? Uh, no, I wish. Uh, the uh, <laughs> um, In Greek, the word grandfather is papu. P- ah. It's P-A-P-O-U. 
and close enough. Papo is P A P O E. We've stretched some other things a little farther than that, so I'll let, I I will concede. I will concede Gramps to you. And you know what? I think him and Bo Nix both have a Gus Malzahn mentality of say as little interesting, th- be a boring old man in front of the media. And also, we're number ten. It also cracks me up that he's like the most athletic guy on the team, and we're going to call him Gramps. Yep, absolutely. Not that your is grandpa, that ironic or no, no? Not that your grandpa yeah. can't be athletic. You nailed it. Perfect. Not that your grandpa can't be athletic, but you know. Michael Paps was about to say something. You will hear exactly what that was next right here on Locked On Auburn. We're taking a look back at the best year in Auburn football history. This is for all the Tostitos. Listen to our upcoming series, remembering and telling the story of the 2010 Auburn Tigers. All this team does is win. Relive Cam Newton's Heisman run. That was extraordinary. That kind of run makes you want to strike a post. That was a Heisman run if I've ever seen one. Auburn's opportunistic defense. That's a safety! Center set that. He'll run it in! Ball comes loose. Touchdown, Auburn! There's Bynes again! Intercepted! Intercepted in the end zone! And that's your ball game! All the way from Jordan-Hare Stadium. Glendale, Arizona. Here come the Tigers. Hear the story told by Jason Caldwell, voice of the Auburn Tigers, Andy Burcham, Mike Svenitz, and more. The series will drop mid to late May on Locked On Auburn. It's going to be on, it's going to be on, it's going to be on, and it's going to be insane. It's Kubota Orange Day. Shop the year's best selection of Kubota tractors, zero-turn mowers, and utility vehicles, including the number one selling compact tractor in the USA, and now through June 30. Get 0% APR for 84 months or up to $3,300 off select compact tractors. See the details at KubotaOrangedays.com. Your family, your land, and your livestock deserve equipment they can count on. So find your local dealer today. That's KubotaOrangedays.com. All right, Mike, we got a few minutes left. Where were you going? Do you remember before we cut you off? (laughs) No. All right. Sweet. We were talking about the roster, and then I started talking about football. Yeah, we were talking about how, like, in two years from now, like, Auburn basketball oh. stuff to win a championship. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, I, <laughs> I'm i worried for this upcoming team this season uh, about where the offense is going to come from. Uh, we saw that struggle. We saw the offense struggle at times um, this past season in that 21-2, and 24, whatever it ended up being. Uh run and you had two guards that you felt like could go get their own basket and you had a center who I mean really anytime he got the ball inside the lane it was it was usually a basket or a foul and going to the free throw line sure you know where is that scoring going to come from on this new team I mean you expect Sharif Cooper to be able to go score because you know he was so successful in high school but we didn't really see big flashes from Flanagan as a scorer. We saw Cambridge knock down six three-pointers in a game twice, I think. Um, but besides that, he didn't make a whole bunch of shots. He wasn't going and getting his own shot. You know, and that's really it for, for bringing back production on offense. Jalen, not Jalen, uh, Jamal Johnson can, can knock down an open three-pointer. I mean, he, he, I think, led the team in three-point percentage last season. But can he do anything else? Like, I just 
I don't know. I, I, I'm a little nervous about where the scoring is going to come from. I think that's going to definitely be uh, an early an early season storyline for Auburn. And my gut reaction is, you know, to this weird offseason that I'm sure will affect all sports. I would uh, I would believe the younger your team is, the more the lack of offseason hurts you. So like, I think Auburn's playing a disadvantage there because we talked about how good it is for football. They're bringing a lot of stuff back at key positions. I think in basketball, it could be hurting them. But we don't know how short the off season's going to be. Like they wouldn't be on campus right now anyway. Well, I shouldn't say they they wouldn't be doing like uh, team stuff on campus. I guess I do think that point is true though. Like first year coaches, you know, to self plug. I've talked about on the Locked On Ole Miss podcast, like Lane Kiffin and Mike Leach, especially Leach. When you look at what he's trying to overhaul, that's a big disadvantage. And yeah, it's not the same because Pearl does bring back some of that talent. And but like. The production you brought back were all role players last mm-hmm. year. So I, I see what you're saying like in terms of the schedule, but I would tend to agree with Zach that a team not only this young, but even the, the experience it has was minimal productivity last yeah. season. I mean, it's going to affect them. Is it as much as it would for football? No, I don't think so. And like Kentucky, it, will be a, it will be a factor. Kentucky's uber-talented, and they return a whopping one person. Two four people? and a half points and three point two rebounds per game. So, like to be fair, wow. their their talent, their upside is greater because Calipari just about recruits nothing but NBA players. Yeah. But like at the same time, they're in a similar boat. There's no off season right now, and they don't have a like a semblance of a roster. Really, it, it, it also, uh, I mean, it also could be slightly beneficial if you have to do less like play calling and more just you know kind of pick up basketball style creating. Um, well, for an Auburn team that's this athletic, yeah, <laughs> like there's, yeah. You know, there's an argument to be made about how how effective that could be. And Sharif, you know, Sharif Cooper is you know incredibly good with the ball in his hands and a, a very good passer. Uh, and, and even Turbo Jones, I mean, his speed and athleticism could could really be an asset in a situation like that. Uh, it's definitely they'll be effect, they'll definitely be affected less than football, like you said, Zach. But and it definitely does matter. I I, I trust Bruce. Yeah, yeah. I think he deserves everybody's trust at this point. Painter, you mentioned Locked on Ole Miss. Where else can people find you? 11 to 1 every day. The lunch break, Justin Ferguson. Yes. We had him on yesterday. Yes, he has good stuff at The Athletic and on the lunch break. That's 11 to 1, ESPN 106.7, ESPNAU.com, and the ESPN 106.7 app. Wow. Wow. Michael Pappas? We did have Justin on yesterday, and I think he inspired me to buy, (laughs) buy and read Gus's book. So, <laughs> Gus should send. And he, uh, I assume he's done that. Oh yeah. Well, he certainly made it sound like he did. No, yeah. no, he said he did. Yeah, yeah. He um, he faked it really well. If he didn't, follow me on Twitter at Couch Potato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackberry. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked On Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll see you Monday. This has been Locked On Auburn. It's the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.